Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. This week we're looking at Matthew chapter 16 and we're reading verses 16 through 19 and, and we're pulling out different parts of this. Um, on Monday, we talked about the word ecclesia and actually the etymology of it, and that it means called out. And I encouraged you to uh, go beyond uh, uh, church word studies because if you would, ecclesia was a secular word when Jesus used it. It was a secular word. And everybody around him understood it from what would be a secular viewpoint. It was not really a religious term. Very limited use religiously. Its primary meaning, what everybody heard, what everybody understood, was basically a term that I would call culture builders. And, and that's a little bit of what we're going to get into today. We saw yesterday the progression of Simon Barjona to Peter. You know, he was Simon Bar-Jonah, Simon son of Jonah. Then he was referenced as Simon Peter, and he ended up just being Peter. And that basically, he was a rock. He did not start out as a rock. <laughs> uh, he was wishy-washy. Uh, he was driven very much by emotion. But when he got a revelation of thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, then that rock of revelation, if you would, began to turn him into a rock. And as he continued to get revelation of God's word, he just he became a rock. He wasn't Simon Barjona anymore from that standpoint. He's dealing with a different man. The the word of God and the understanding of the word turned him into a rock himself. And and at that point that's what we were saying is, is that if we studied God's word on governance and culture, it'll turn us into a rock as well. Our problem in our society today in the United States is we don't have enough rocks. We don't have enough rocks. We don't have enough people who have an understanding of what God wants in culture. And you know you won't be that until you study it, until you look to the Word of God. If you would, faith begins where the will of God is known. And until you know God's will regarding you and culture, you won't really have the strength to stand. But if you never study it, you'll never get to that point. So let's go ahead and read our passage. And I really want to talk about the whole concept of culture builders because that's, that's really what the Ecclesia of Jesus is assigned to do, is to build culture in a kingdom perspective. All right, let's start with verse 16. Simon Peter answered and said, when Jesus said, who do you say that I am? Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, 
but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, with this, again, going back to where Jesus said, on this rock, I will build my ecclesia. I will build my ecclesia. You know, uh, Monday we talked about how that, you know, the word church actually comes from an entirely different Greek word. And, you know, I've had people um, ask me, well, why didn't they just translate it that way? Well, I have no proof. I have no proof of this whatsoever. I've done uh, I've done some study on this, um, but there doesn't seem to be anything definitive uh, that I can find. Uh, and you know, I would love to find something definitive, but I haven't been able to find it so far. But let me just ask you a question. You know, when once the Bible was compiled. And that, that happened basically under Constantine, 300 and some A.D. Um, and then virtually every translation of the Bible thereafter took place under what form of government? And typically, who were those Bibles commissioned by? Now, the, the most well-known Bible on the planet is probably the King James Version or the New King James. You know, there's even been people that said, well, you know, if the King James was good enough for Paul, it was good, it's good enough for me. Well, you know, Paul had been dead about 1,500 years when the King James Bible came along. But, but with that, most all Bible translations came out under a monarchy. Now let me ask you a question. Do you think uh, most monarchies, most kings, most queens would, would want a Bible that said that the body of Christ was to be the ecclesia? See, the Greek city-states did not have a king. See, that was the whole thing. They didn't have a king. It was a gov government of the people, by the people. It was really the beginning of what we know as Western civilization. It was um, a very primitive form of, of democracy. Very primitive form of democracy. So a monarchy is very much in contrast to an ecclesia. And again, with this, we're not talking about a Holy Roman Empire. You know, church and civil government are two different jurisdictions. Uh, but with this, I could see where it could be that kings, queens, would not want the word ecclesia just translated as ecclesia because people people then knew what it meant because it hadn't been Christianized yet. 
And so I can see why very likely at some point, some king, some ruler, queen, whatever, said, I want you to use this word instead of ecclesia. Translate it this way to where it's just talking about the assembly of believers or the, the actually the, the word that our word church comes from, the Greek word, actually just means the house of the Lord. It's actually um, in the, the New Testament a handful of times, but it always means the house of the Lord or a building where uh, uh, God's people are meeting. It's just the meeting place. It's not the ecclesia. The ecclesia are the people. The ecclesia are the people. But the Greek word that church comes from is really just talking about the structure from that standpoint. So, but why, why, would, why would a king want it to be translated as ecclesia? Probably not. Again, I don't know that that's the case, but let's look at this. Let's go down to uh, verse 19 because here's where we see the aspect of culture builders. We're to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Uh, and if you would, just uh, for a simple, uh, common today word for righteousness, seek first the kingdom of God and the things approved by him. Seek the kingdom of God and the things approved by him. See, through the blood of Jesus, we have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Let me put it another way, using this term. Through the blood of Jesus, we have been approved by God. We are accepted, as Paul put it, in the beloved. We're in right standing with God. We are approved by God from that standpoint. Maybe not everything we do, but we are. And so here he says in verse 19, and I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, with this, you know, some people have turned this into a form of prayer and, and I don't entirely disagree with that. But the primary reference of this passage of Scripture isn't talking about prayer. It's talking about keys. I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. Keys are symbolic of authority. Keys are also a means of access to either allow or deny access. And here, just after he talks about the ecclesia, he says, I'm going to give you the keys. See, now part of our problem in the church world is we think God's holding the keys. Let me let that think in just a moment. Most of the church world thinks that God is holding the keys. That when it comes to culture, that God is holding the keys. That's what most people think. And it's false teaching. What do you mean it's false teaching? Well, 
anything that disagrees with Jesus, I'd call false teaching. Because Jesus said here, verse 18, well, excuse me, verse 19, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom. He gave us the keys. He gave us the keys of the kingdom. So it's up to us what gets bound. It's up to us what gets loosed. It's up to us what we forbid. It's up to us what we allow. And now there's a, well, I'm not going to have time to get so much into that, but there's something extremely powerful here. And ultimately, what Jesus is saying here is you're determining. The ecclesia is determining. Those that have a revelation that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and are getting revelation from his word, they are the ones responsible to build his culture into society, to seek his will being done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, a lot of people, uh, their approach is this way. Well, I'll pray for it, but I'm not going to work toward it. I'll pray for his will to be done, but I'm not going to do a blooming thing to make it happen. <laughs> well, hallelujah. Uh, we are his body. We are his representatives on the earth. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to Ecclesia Principles with Ray Eppard. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook on our Ray Eppard pages. This program was brought to you by Victory Worship Center and World Outreach. Services Sunday, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, 200 Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. To everything, there is a season, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes 3.1.2 Augustus Seed is an independent, family-owned and operated seed company located in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. They provide quality seed, first-class genetics, and affordable prices. Get your seed and start planting today. Contact Augustus Seed online at AugustusSeed.com.